Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 120-something of Franco's World Today. I have the very esteemed guest, my pal, the talented, the handsome, oh, the on. intelligent, Jake Velasquez, everybody. Jake Velasquez, how's it going, pal? Thanks for having me. It's going well. I mean, I feel like you oversold me a little bit, so hopefully I don't disappoint. The Oversell, under-deliver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, so how's it going? It's going great, man. How are things for you? Everything's good. Uh, we're here in my apartment right now. The lovely uh, penthouse. Penthouse, which you told me you live in one as well. It was the penthouse boys pod. Penthouse boys pod. The penthouse yeah, boys pod. Yeah, a nice ring to it. I like that. Yeah. Maybe a little, that'd be a subsidiary. Penthouse podcast. Penthouse podcast, yeah. a subsidiary of the Do Less podcast, yeah, yeah. which is one of my favorites. You can oh, find so it much. everywhere. I think everywhere. Everywhere. Like, if you just look up, chances are you're going to see it. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's great. They just big went band. viral. Oh, big, big. <laughs> we're huge with the bots. And, uh, that, you know, gave us a lot of satisfaction. So we posted a clip on that. But I think the bots are now turning on us. Oh, really? Yeah, because we made then the bots. So we went viral with the bots. Right. Then we posted about going viral with the bots. And the bots didn't like that. I don't think the bots like if you address them directly. Right. They want to exist on their own. Uh-huh. So now they're pulling back. And I think we've alienated them. You've alienated the bots. Yeah. So that there's a little bit of give and take. You know, it's yeah. like the bots are like, we'll do a service for you, but don't talk about us. Yeah, yeah. They don't want you to acknowledge It's like the mob. Existence. It's like the mob. Sort of, but I think they're kind. They're kind. Kinder. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to take anything away from you. They only give the bots. <laughs> they're kind. They're, they're, they're selfless. If I could get a couple bots for this podcast, the things I would do to get a couple bots on here, little Post AI. Reels. I, I mean, I'm all about the reels. There will be some reels in this episode. Trust oh, that's me. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about. I'm all about AI. And AI. People think AI is a bad thing. They uh, think it's going to take jobs away. I'm sure it will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a part of life. Yeah, everything takes. Uh, everything. Ta- everything takes, takes jobs, jobs away. Okay. Yeah. Here's the deal. AI, dating. It's all in one. Hinge. You. Yeah. You're on Hinge. I'm on Hinge. Yeah. Hinge. It, hinge. The bots don't love me on Hinge. Oh. I feel like the algorithm. Uh, oh, I can't favorite. speak on that one. I <laughs> mean, the bots love me on it. I mean, Hinge is great. It's like they're like, "Hey, what college did you go to? What What do you do for work? Do you do Percocets?" Like they ask you that on Hinge, and it's like you answer all these things, and it's like an AI something will bring you together, and it's like you're most compatible with this person. Yeah, right. Well, this is the thing about Hinge. Okay, I'm, oh. I'm realizing it now as we talk. Uh, they ask certain questions. Okay. And on paper, those questions might not, I might not look great on those on paper because it's like, where'd you go to college? Well, I dropped out of college. Really? But they don't ask, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go to school? I went to U Maryland for a year. Oh, gross. Co- uh, <laughs> college Park? Yeah, College Park. Gross. You're from North Carolina, right? West Virginia. West Virginia. Same corporation, different division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why do you like, not like uh, College Park then? Maryland and West Virginia are rivals. I guess so. I guess they're more modern rivals. My ever they weren't because they were part of the uh, ACC, AC, yeah, or ACC. whatever you guys, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's more they, like Duke, UNC, that, which I hate yeah. all those teams. But yeah. no, Maryland, Maryland, West Virginia, they played in football last year. Maryland uh, beat us. They had two his two his little brothers, the oh, nice. the quarterback. But you didn't graduate there, so it's a moot point. Yeah, so I was only there for <laughs> one year. Uh, it was a good year though. Uh, but part of the reason I left is uh, just some personal things. Slash, I was on academic probation, disciplinary probation, housing probation, and then the key probation, which meant you like lost your key too many times. What did so you I, do? Yeah, what? So I just partied too hard the first year, so I was like, college isn't for me, and I... And that was <laughs> Dude, <it>. that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. So what, like... What type of person were you back then? Because I only know you as the person now. You're pretty mild-mannered, even keel. Did you yeah, just go... Yeah, definitely a different person. Really? Then. Yeah, I've changed my ways. What? Sure. So, like, you... What did you go to school to study? Like, what was your mindset? I'm going to be, you know... I went for engineering, but kind of switched to business. Mm-hmm. And you're, and then you just turned into, I'm going to, like, Wolf of Wall Street it. But just, like, sort the of. drugs part of that movie. Well, no. I, was, I got a job, like, for summers and winters doing real estate. Nice. And I realized you don't really need a college education to do real estate. Right. And I also really had no interest in ever like working for a company. Yeah. To like have a boss or whatever. So I just didn't see the point of college. Uh-huh. And I just was like partying too hard. So I was like, I'm going to move back to New York. And then once I moved back, it's kind of like when I changed. I mean, I still partied a little bit, but I really like, you know, put school as a priority, working as a priority stuff. You like, went back to school up here? I went to Baruch for like a year and a half, got a good job, left school. You went to where? Uh, CUNY Baruch. 
Cute. I don't that. even know what that is. That sounds like a made-up fairy tale school <laughs> to me. What are the requirements to get in there? Just open the door? I mean, no, no, no. it's actually pretty good. It's a good business school, but it's right. just—it's not—it's not great. I mean, it's not—it's not hard. Where'd you go? <laughs> I went to West Virginia. Oh, that school sucks. <laughs> I went to West Virginia. That that's like one of the biggest parties. It's it's the biggest party school yeah, in the yeah. country, and they literally like I got a nothing degree. How about do you like it? I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Quite the opposite of you, though. But the same. I also got put on academic probation. Yeah. Um, twice, and they said if you get put on academic probation again, we're not letting you back in the school for five years. Oh wow! That's what they told me, and I had to take. There was two summers in a row where I took summer classes to boost my GPA just so I could continue to go to school. Yeah, yeah. That's something I've never told anybody, actually. Wow. I did do that. Okay. So exclusive interview here on uh, <laughs> yeah. Do Less Pot, or not Our Do Less Pot, the Do Less subsidiary Franco's yeah. World. Oh, Sorry. Of course, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I uh, But whatever, back to Hinge. I think, you know, like that question, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a great response for that question. You... No, you, you have a fine response for that one. Just they, the girls. Well, no, because you give short responses. If it was a long form data, oh, I sure I could. It do would you be find yourself? Good. Do you find yourself being long winded via text message? Sometimes, not really. I, I, it's something that I've had to start working at because the women I've seen up here in the city, it's like I can if if you backdate it you can almost see like my texts as like many months i've been getting in the city the longer i stay in the city the shorter my texts are yeah, getting. yeah that's so i'm sending them these novels not even like a oh i, I can't wait to see you da, 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 da. i'm just like today i went here and here and here and i plan on doing this and instead now it's just like yeah i might hang out later yeah you just got to be coy about everything yeah um, oh just be mean yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. be mean <laughs> or just man a man a few words it's really odd because I, I feel like who women want via text is almost the opposite of who they want in person but you have to be both those people wow you know somehow i have to be both those people it's i have a hard enough time being myself yeah yeah it's it's not easy and i'm gonna be honest to the women out there uh you're probably not gonna you're probably not gonna get to know the real me until like three years into it if we're being i think that's true for everybody honest yeah yeah i mean i don't really yeah i don't know and I don't think – maybe three years is a little long, but I don't think women even want to really know Will I even see this person anyone? for three years? You yeah, know, yeah, probably yeah, not. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't think women want to know the real you until after a few dates anyways. No. You can't be the real you on the first date. No. No, 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 no. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, Abs- yeah. Just lie and deny. Be L- easygoing. Ask some questions. That's it. Yeah. That's why I, I'm, I'm, that's why I think I'm a great dater is because I have podcast experience where I'm just question 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 and then they say something and it's like oh i'm gonna pick up on that save that for later and say you said you uh like to do this what did you you know yeah that yeah. sort of thing do you keep stock questions or oh questions yeah specific to like you know what i mean yeah all right so they're, they're, yeah i mean like there's stock questions like anytime i get a chance to talk about like music interests with a girl okay like who they're into and they say they're spotify top five or whatever it's just like i already got answers because they're all the same Right, right, right. What are the what are the most common ones? Dua Lipa's really big. Yeah, right. Um, anytime a girl, I don't know who that is. That's the thing. Also, I'm not a. How old are you? I'm 31. You should know who Dua Lipa is. I don't know who anybody. There's artists that have come and go. Yeah, and and I don't, I never knew who they were. Yeah, people are like remember this. Did you, no. did you get the Island Boys while they were hot for two weeks? I know you. That See, <laughs> the Island Boys. They were like these Florida guys with like horrible dreadlocks and face tattoos, mm-hmm. and they just had a rap called Island Boys. It was woeful. Oh, I know of the Island Boys. My friend had told me about them, but I've never listened to their music. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're not missing anything. It's so you missed good. out. You missed out on the Island Boys. But yeah, but anytime a girl says, um, like John Mayer is in her top five, right, right. it's over. Do you send her a picture of you at the concert? No. Yeah. No, I, I did. This one girl I'm seeing, she did a uh, request. She was like, if he plays this song, will you send me a video of it? Did he? And he did. Oh, nice. And last night, I, I you know, I sent it to her and she's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Because it's almost like you were John Mayer for a minute. Maybe. You know, it's a similar effect. Yeah. 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 Like, I, here's a song I'm giving to it's you. It's John Mayer through you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I'm a conduit. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. That'd be big, man. Oh, my gosh. I The thing is, I went to that concert last night. I had never seen him before. He's my favorite artist. Okay. I went solo. I went by myself. MSG. MSG. Yeah. Great seats. Yeah. Good seats? I mean, they were decent. My okay. ex-girlfriend was there, and she got... Right in the front, and I was not there. <laughs> did, you, did you reach text? How did you find out? Instagram. She's story? posting all of it. Yeah, ah. she's posting all of it. You can't be looking at the Instagram story. 
Boy Brothers in concert. And then uh, I clicked on it and I was like, she's pretty close. How long have you guys been? Oh, we've been broken up for a while. Oh, okay. we've broken up. At this point, then it doesn't Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's just funny to, to think about it like that. However, she only went last night. I'm going tonight also. Back to back. Oh, you're doing two days. I'm in doing a row. the back to back. Do you have anyone to go with tonight, or going solo? Going again? solo again, baby. Two times in a row. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm honestly part of the tour at this point. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean I'm just like exhausted. I woke up this morning. My knees were hurting from like keeping rhythm with my feet for hours. Standing seats? No, I just, just wanted up. to stand. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to vibe out, and uh, you know, now tonight I'm just gonna be like, all right. Time to give the people what they want. When the lights come on, it's like, all right, show yeah. time. <laughs> Are you going to take anything for this? Am I going to take anything? Like, Any did sort you, of... Did uh, you alter your mindset for the I, last one? I didn't alter my mindset in the slightest. Not okay. even not e- anything. Not even, even Not even that. Okay. In the slightest, because I'd never seen him before. He's my okay. favorite artist. I wanted to be fully fully conscious, fully aware. <laughs> uh, now, when I saw Dead & Co., I was in a different galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Now, but uh, tonight, maybe. Tonight, maybe. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm working from home tomorrow. You know, yeah, you're good. Laxadaisical, chilling. I've also never worked from home before. Tomorrow's my first day ever working from home. Really? Yeah. All right. It's uh, not for everybody. I think it takes a certain type of person. I think it'll be for me, though. If, it, if you think it'll be for you, you'll be good. But I think uh, you just got to be good at like motivating yourself. I'm Some good at I'm good yeah. at that. All right. It'll be fun. I mean, we were both on academic probation at one point, exactly. but we're good self motivators. We've, we've, we've come a long way. We have come a long way. Yeah. yeah. Academic probation, and now we're penthouse podcasting. Well, yeah, this is what I'm saying. I think if the dating app, rather than ask what school you went to, and I think this is a more relevant question, I've, they ask for your address and apartment number. Now, or or, or your monthly rent bill. Yeah, <laughs> because they, there's people that graduated from Harvard that don't, you know, they work at a, as a busboy, and there's people that went to community college, but yeah, have you know, like own a company. Or yeah. So, so you think that would be a more like relevant uh, question? I have I have three roommates. Okay, and that sounds bad on paper. Yeah, yeah, sure. But when they get to the place, and anytime you take a girl, and you know what this is, you take a girl back, oh, we have a terrace. Oh, we have a terrace and a roof. You show them the view, it's curtains. Well, how about this? Game over. Chances are you're more likely to take the girl back if you have the terrace. Yeah. Because it's a thing, it's a destination. It's a destination spot. You're on the date, you're like, I have a terrace. It somehow comes up. You you know, you've been through enough dates, you know how to slip it in. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Jake, it's it's getting in there. It's yeah. like that's not even a Hail Mary. It now, changes also like the past couple of months it's been tough to use that move because there's really no appeal to it. Yeah. But a day like today, I mean it's I'll even no, out. I'll send them photos retroactively and be like, here's what it was when I first moved in. It's sunset, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'll send them that stuff. It's like and I don't know how well versed in like football knowledge you are, but the air raid offense, you've heard of this? No. Okay. Well, the air raid offense, it's like college football offense. They just throw the ball like 80 times a game. All right. The thing about the air raid offense is they have six, seven, eight plays, mm-hmm. but they're ran out of all these different formations, but it's the same six or seven, eight plays. Right. That's me as far as dating goes. Right. right. Like here, here's me. First off, we're comics. There's a lot of girls in the city that like artists. Let's just pump the brakes a little on the term, I think. You know. You don't think that. Artists. Uh, I just think if a girl's into artists, they're not necessarily into comics. Okay. I, I would describe an, a comic as an artist of a certain type, but like when I think of an artist, okay. I think a girl. Well, they like funny some, guys. They like funny they guys. They like funny guys. Okay. They like performers. I'll, I'll, I'll take that Performing back. Performing for DJ. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that back. <laughs> I'll wear that one. That's on me. But like if a girl likes a, an artist, they're thinking musician. Okay. Go to a gallery. Okay. Something a guy can make for a girl. There's really no, I guess we could write a joke about, about a girl. talking about some ghost? You're talking about get so high in a girl and do some pottery? <laughs> That'd be nice. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Not to disparage comics. I guess we are artists. but and To an extent. But I think if you get like too like uppity about it, like too like, oh, I'm an artist. You know, it's right. like, dude, you're. I mean, you're telling jokes about going to the supermarket. Yeah, like, yeah that's for sure. Come on. I just feel like, yeah, and I just feel like specifically when girls like artists, that's what they go for. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily going for comics. I feel like the girls that I've met through comedy are like just norm, pretty normal girls. Yeah, yeah. But they just, when you perform and you're funny, they, you know. There is an, there's like an that. element to that of just being like a performer and, and yeah. they're into that. So, so yeah, I t- you know, they like the fact that you're a funny performer guy. And then, you know, just be goofy on the day, whatever. Be ask them, ask them questions. Deflect, 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 and then it's just like, yeah. So I was on my terrace chilling, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, whoop. 
what do you mean terrorist chilling? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like that. But yeah, so I, they say that on paper, three roommates, it looks bad. And then they get up to the apartment. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. view. I haven't been out to your view yet, but I, I will we'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. We'll have to check it out yeah. here in a minute. It's uh, it's it's worked a handful of times. Yeah, it's definitely done its job for sure. So you're cleaning up, is what you're saying? Oh uh, no, I and I go through phases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through a good phase right now. I go, I have cleanup phases, and uh, you know, not the opposite. Droughts as they droughts, man. Yeah, yeah. Droughts. I don't know. I mean, this, I've only been in the city six months, so so far, you know, so far good. so good. So yeah, far yeah. so good. I don't know. Sometimes it just gets a little. Uh, it's always kind of your own fault if you're on a trail because it's kind of like you just don't have the energy to like. Keep but dating in the ci- dating stuff. in the city city is such a like a militaristic just battleground, and everybody has their guard up, and no yeah, one wants yeah. to be the first person to give in and like say how they truly feel about the person. Right, right. They're like, oh, because I because they've been hurt one too many times, and they don't want to do that again or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. At least that's at least that's what I think. It's just a it's just a weird place where everyone's dating quite a bit. Yeah. So everyone just, yeah. anytime you think you're the only person somebody's seeing, you are the fourth person they're seeing. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's the that's always and I don't know if this is necessarily healthy, but that's always like I've operated under the assumption that whoever I'm seeing is also seeing other people. Yeah. No, yeah. And at many times there's probably many times where that's kind of saved me some grief because it's like, "Oh, okay, I already but there's definitely been a handful of times where that was just not the case. And I justified so many things being like, oh, they're seeing other people too. And <laughs> it wasn't the case. So, so you're letting yourself out. You should be open and honest with people. But I don't know. I'm 31 now. When I was in my 20s, I feel like that, you know, you keep you keep doing what you're doing. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I could learn so much from you. I mean, I, I could learn so much. You got a gorgeous place. Nah, you got a good yeah. job, all this and that. I could learn from you. I could learn nah, from you. Basically, unemployed, but that's fine. I would love to be unemployed. <laughs> Honestly, if I could, if I could have no job and just like i was thinking about this the other day all right so now we can get now we can talk about job stuff a little bit okay Okay. so i just started a new job that's it's great i enjoy it's a paycheck it's easy i get out i have enough time to come have you had any work days yet what isn't tomorrow your first no 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 oh no okay i started last week oh okay started last week and i had uh two interviews uh in the week before that with two different companies two different sectors actually so what were the two? Uh, design, the yep. construction design, and uh, another hedge fund. Okay. And I have more finance experience sure. than this. Right. Um, so I, I go into both interviews. These guys are a lot more fun. Yep. They're just like of a course. bunch of like Italian are. Italian construction dudes, and they're like like busting balls, having fun, yeah. and and I and, and like it's a pretty cool place. And then you have uh, the finance people. Mm-hmm. And you being in real estate, I'm sure you've had a, a run in with uh, so a lot of finance folks. Yeah, sure. And you know, th- I feel like they were just trying to sell me on some sort of dream. They were just trying to like sell the like the company to me and be like, "Yeah, you definitely want to spend all your time here. Like, it's great. We have a gym right. in the office. We have a barbershop in our own floor. Like, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing." Right, right. And I was interviewing with the COO, and he pulled up my podcast in the interview mm-hmm. and he played it for like me. Luckily uh-huh. he laughed, but right. he's like, if you say anything about this company, if you say anything like that goes on here, say the name of the company, whatever, he's like, legally speaking, we'll come after you. Whoa. And I'm like, I don't want to work here. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about my job. I'm not going to say like John and Susie are hooking up, but yeah. Susie's married. I'm not going to say anything like that, but like, right. that's just like a scary thing that sure. people would do. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's hard. Uh, a lot of people have podcasts now, but a lot of like, people, like you almost can't have one anymore because people because things like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a microscope on you. We do. I think you do a really good job. You and Mike do a really good job of like being. Oh, I'm a big fan <laughs> of you guys. Uh, do you have any spots I can have? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but you guys do a really good job of like you're both like professional dudes, and you you know you have this success, and and, and you have like this this great podcast and everything. So I try to model myself after that of seeing like you can do both things. It's sure, not mutually sure. exclusive. Like I don't have to be buttoned up, and I don't have to be just a just a crazy person on a podcast. Well, one of the things I like about uh, a lot of people make fun of real estate agents, says they should, but uh, it is a really good... All business is fake business. All business is fake business. But in real estate, there's many people who uh, got into it for quality of life. Oh. You know, so they would make their... Because you make your own hours, you oh. make your money. So it's like, I think a lot of people, uh, 
that's something that maybe rubbed off on me a little too much, but it's like, that's the priority. It's not necessarily making a lot of money. It's like, yeah, it's just having a good life. So that's, yeah, and yeah. that's why I chose this offer. Also, sure. I got them to up it, but I chose this offer as opposed to this offer. Cause now I get to work from home. Some, I know I'm out at this time every yeah, day. It's yeah, important. Like at the hedge fund, I worked, I worked in finance for the first six months. I got up here yeah. and it's like, yeah, we're done at five 30. You're done at seven. You know what right, I mean? Cause you can't be the one guy that leaves every day. No. Yeah, and yeah. plus like one, one company I worked at was based in a different time zone. Like mm -hmm. their headquarters were right. the corporate office office was here in the city, but they're based in different different time zone, and so we would work on like that time zone time, right? right. Which means a couple hours. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Finance is usually tough. My, my and, and my, I'm an idiot. Like I shouldn't be doing data on for finance. Yeah, you went to West Virginia. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, my degree is multidisciplinary <laughs> studies. I shouldn't be doing. Wait, what does that mean? It it means I have three minors. Like I didn't do one major. I took three minors. What, what, what were they? Communications. Yep. PR, entertainment media. Those are the three. I should be working for TMZ. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. be. <laughs> That's a good job. Uh, well, yeah. Were you applying to those types of jobs? No, I wanted to work at like a media agency. Oh, okay. And I wanted to do like, I mean, everybody that, you know, I went to school. What I went to school for is like, I want to do social media work and I want to work in marketing. And, right. and I was like, yeah, but I'm like more creative than that. Right, right. I got, I don't want to be like, like, yeah, you can like tell me what to do as far as like creativity, but like. I'm a creative guy. Let me let me work a little sure, bit sure. here. Yeah. Uh, also, this is like my talent. Yeah, this, yeah, like course. yeah. Uh, I think speaking, not my face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you got a face that. for radio. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of like it's good that a lot of people want to be creative and stuff. But also, I'm I'm also worried about the future because I feel like there's no one oh wants my to God. make anything anymore. We don't make anything yeah, in this yeah, country yeah. anymore. And, I, and but not only do we not make anything already. I haven't met one person who's like in their twenties that wants to make a thing. No. And Nobody. it's not, now they do want to make things. They want to make the next Facebook. Well, they want to, Oh, not even that. I oh, mean, really? I would be happy if that's what they were after. I think it's more like they want to make the next big podcast. They want to, I mean, Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. and me both. We're no better than that. <laughs> you know, yeah, but no we better. are better than them. We are better. Cause we're actually good. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying like, that's what I think is uh it's even it's even further we're going further and further away yeah. from making anything of actual value yeah uh, what's china doing oh math and science everything. yeah yeah we're our, we're done our goose <laughs> yeah. is cooked i yeah, mean yeah, it's over sure. yeah we're screwed. we were so like we were worried about tiktok we were worried about the app yeah and china's like brainwashing us they're like oh yeah just go ahead and dance go yeah. dance <laughs> do you have one do i have a tiktok yeah yeah i don't have had success on there yeah i did did you oh i did now uh, I don't post anymore. It does seem like a very like goes through waves. It's all bots. Oh, that's I mean Instagram is one tenth of the bots that TikTok is. TikTok is mostly bots all collecting bots. your data for China. You know what can you say? We're collecting it through Instagram, but uh... <laughs> that's Facebook. That's America. Facebook. That's yeah. America data that's right there. American surveillance. If you're if you're a real American, <laughs> you'll get off TikTok and you'll give all of your information to Zuck. That's yeah, what exactly, you're gonna do. Exactly. Be a good American. Be a good American. <laughs> Do your part. Plant your yeah. victory garden in, in <laughs> farmers. Uh, what's that? What's that online farmers game that they used to play on oh, Facebook? Uh, Farmville. Plant oh, your Farmville? plant your victory what garden. In, no, it's Farmville. That's the name. Oh, okay. What's there's another one though. I don't know. Candy farmers Crush. Is that Ooh, a big Facebook thing. Yeah, yeah Candy yeah. Crush. And my mom, my mom did become a Candy Crush mom. And and okay. over the pandemic, and it was tough for all of us. And I think yeah, she yeah. still plays. She's still using. She's still using. She's still using. She's still using. She's got a sweet tooth. <laughs> Actually, I think a lot of people talk about the sugar industry in America being like super corrupt. I had a sugar croissant this morning, oh. and I was like, "This isn't sweet enough." So I think oh, the boy. sugar industry, dude, that's really my that's hold. my vice. Yeah, like I'm not like a big alcohol guy. I'm not a, a drug guy. Uh, I'm a gambling addict. I have to you say, gamble a lot. Yeah, uh, like uh, cards or sports. No, just sports. And okay. I just arb the books. I just like yeah. so I find inefficiencies. Bet X and Y win the difference. Well, so I guess winning, I'm not. An, I guess it's not an addict. Are you and winning? I, I have to say I'm addict because I used to be an addict. Are you winning? Yeah. Are you actually winning though? Yeah, I made fifteen hundred last month. Fifteen is that pretty consistent though? Yeah. Because next month uh, I'm up like I'm up like four hundred this month already. Okay. All right. 
Right. Send me a fix. <laughs> I will. No, yeah, we're, yeah. and um, well, my roommate and I—he's an Ivy League grad. He's a computer wizard. Uh, he, we're—we have a, a service that will alert you and tell you directions, step-by-step directions on how to do it. It's called SneakyBets.com. You could sign up. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Sponsored the podcast. Yeah, um, it's great. So it's it's him. He's a, an Ivy League guy. He went econ uh, at Brown, and he's worked at some hedge fund series. And then we have another computer uh, person. They were from Goldman. And then we have a couple designers design it for us. And then me, I'm like the degenerate who like just told them about them and they're optimizing it. Sure. Right. Uh, you've got a whole team of people. I, I'm always interested in like, you know, if you want to send me your picks, I, I'd love to get involved. But yeah. The, uh, this isn't, this is, it's not like, I'm not, it's not like a crazy uncle's like put 500 on the jets. Like we're not doing that. I know, but this is the thing I've heard this. Uh, this is probably the third time in my life. I had a friend before, but yours sounds more legit, maybe. What? But I had a friend before who got hooked up with this guy who's like a 45-year-old computer programmer uh-huh. who used to work at Google or something, and he created a betting algorithm, and my friend was like, I made all this money, like, and I started, and I lost every bet. Yeah, because, <laughs> so, it, he, so he made a model. That's what he did. Yeah, he made a model that was supposed to give you picks. Yeah, yeah. We don't give picks. What do you do? Num- inefficiencies in the books. We Arbitrage. You know arbitrage in stocks. Yeah, yeah. So you bet bet the odds on book A, bet the odds on book B. You do the math, it comes out. You bet fifty bucks on here. You bet forty two fifty on here. You win eight bucks. Oh, but you just do a ton of those. Yeah. Okay. So, but what are the books that you're looking at? We're on all of them. But what are what are they? Like DraftKings, DraftKings, MGM, Caesars, uh, okay. FanDuel. Every every book as many. The more books you can get on, the more opportunity you have for that stuff because so what we're doing is we're betting i feel like this has become an infomercial now no no but but what we're we're doing what we're doing is like the sports gambling market it's only getting bigger and it's only going to get legalized in more states so we're not betting on sports we're betting on the books competing against each other right right because they're they're in competition with each other so oh this book has a promo these odds are boosted this book has a promo these odds are boosted Let's go to these other books and let's move some money around. Right, right. Let's do this once. Let's do it right. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I might try it out. Uh, so you uh, put it all on that website? Yeah. What was uh, it called again? Sneakybets, sneakybets.com. Sneakybets.com. I'll send you a link. Uh, we should have a ruling back from the state of Delaware as far as being incorporated. Uh, we oh, applied okay. for incorporation in the state of Delaware, and I really hope that nobody steals our idea. <laughs> well, be careful. What you I, know, out there. I know. I like, know. There's a couple of bots might take it. The bots, yeah. the Chinese <laughs> bots. But it's fun. I mean, I do have to say I was gambling ad because I think there was a point in time in my life where I was like gambling every day. Yeah. And now I'm not gambling. I wasn't gambling thousands of dollars, but yeah. for my income at the time, how old I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's it. Probably was good. Yeah. I but mean, now I, I don't. Now I don't even like gamble. Like. The only thing I do is this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't gamble. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I might get involved. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'll check. We it got, out. we got Velasquez on board. Yeah, I have a customer. I sent, I, well, we have like thirty <laughs> something right now, but I sent, I sent uh, Bramante like a week's worth, mm-hmm. and had he just picked up the phone, there's money on the other line. He would have made a couple hundred bucks, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't take those, by the way." Ah. And he told me he was like, "Keep, keep sending them, keep finding." So them. how does the website work? The website works. There's a sign up. There's a there's a sign up process. Put your email. Put your phone number. Put your betting state. Yep. All right, and then you just sign up, and then we send you a text, an automated text to say bet this on book A, bet this on book B. How do you guys make money though? Five dollar a month subscription. Five dollars after the first month free. But you're gonna make so much money, you don't care about the five bucks. Oh, that's the the, that's the sales. I'm a salesman. I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll get you. We'll get you on board. We'll get you on board. We'll hook you up. And then and then now now there's other services that we're providing. What happens if you just put huge bets all all the time? Do you make that much? No, it's limited a lot of the times because a lot of it are promoted uh, boosts on odds. Uh, Another thing that we're working on. The sneaky signups, a subsidiary of sneaky bets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a conglomerate for the company. <laughs> sneaky, <laughs> sneaky corp. Uh, yeah. th- that is so, uh, a lot of times you can manipulate these sign up bonuses. I don't know if you've seen the ads where it's like, bet $2,000, get something back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, what, like, where would we would be doing with, like, you put the 2000 in and then you'd put, say, 1800 on a different bet and you turn over that 2000 on this one. 70%, you get 70% of the 2,000 back, and then you get 2,000 free play 
from the initial. Right, right. So it's it's this whole thing. I feel bad because we're taking up so much time, and people are here to get to know you. They don't care about nah, sneaky I'm bets, curious. man. I'm, I wanted to know about sneaky bets. Though. It's it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, nice, interesting. Because look, I uh, look. I'm down bad. Quality of life. You know, yeah, no, dude. If I could just that. do this as like my job, yeah, sure. that'd be great. Yeah, and now I, I like my regular job, but if I could do this as my job and just not have to worry about hemorrhaging money to live in my penthouse, that'd be great. Exactly, that'd be exactly. great. Except I'm out of this one in two months. What? No more penthouse. We'll no. Yeah. Well, two and a half. What? Where are you going? I'm gonna go to Chicago for two weeks, then move back here, uh, and we'll live somewhere. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. Oh, what? No plan. Wow. I like to keep the plan open. I'm so taking why, a year off of work, so it's kind of like a good really? opportunity. Really? And this is just to, to focus solely, like get that comedy rolling. It's for comedy, sure, but it's more just for like like life yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. Just take some time off work. Travel. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do more traveling. I'm yeah. supposed to be planning a boys' trip to Cincinnati. Nice. Well, I was, that's not that's not traveling. <laughs> that's not really traveling. I hate it. I spent <laughs> I spent the 4th of July there. It was horrible. How many like countries have you been to, would you say? Two. Where are they? Germany and Spain. Those are good ones, though. Yeah. This is powerful, too. Big, too. Big, My family lived in Spain two. for a couple years, so I got to go over there and okay, hang out. Good. They lived in Madrid. It was sweet. Yeah, Madrid's sick. Did you explore other parts? Yeah. Uh, we did some like the mountains, and then we went to the island Mallorca. I'd like to check out the mountains. Mountains. Yeah, I'm a mountain man. Are you? Uh, Colorado is like my favorite part of America, I think. Really? I want to go to Wyoming so bad. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be where I go after Chicago, is Colorado, Wyoming. And give me a call because uh, I want to go see those rocks out there in like Utah and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah like the definitely. big red ones or whatever. Zion, is that it? Sure. Yeah, um, I don't know, but I want to go see that. Yeah, yeah give me a call. Let me know. Yeah, I'll no, fly I'll let out you know. There. I'll let yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But I had to tell the I had to tell the guys group. You know, they're they were like, I'm like, X amount of dollars for flights, X amount of dollars for Airbnb. X, X, X amount of dollars for general horseplay. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I don't know if I can cover this one, boys. Right, right. You know, I came up to New York and like, luckily I did, I came up here with. You know, I wasn't an idiot to save my money. And, you know, that just went like, <laughs> like. Oh, so the four people you live with, friends of yours? No. The, the way I met them, uh, I was up here shooting a TV pilot here visiting for a week. I'm not an actor. I was just myself. I was actually a sports gambling pilot, ironically. Oh, there you go. And it didn't make it to air. That's and right. uh, you know, so. You could save it for sneaky bets. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I was at a bar with a couple friends. And this one girl, I just kept talking to her all night about rom-coms. And mm-hmm. she's like, you seem really cool. My boyfriend might need a roommate soon. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, a couple months later, she texts me. And she's like, hey, he definitely needs a roommate. And I was like, let's do it. Have you guys become friends? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're all tight. We're nice. all tight. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen my one roommate in a couple months. He's been living with his girlfriend on the uh, West End. You know, on the West Side. That'll happen. Yeah, but now, is. well, honestly, I moved up here and like, they're always gone. So I essentially have this two floor penthouse to myself all yeah. the time. Well, that's how it was uh, for me for a while. Really? But, well, just during the day at night, my roommates are here. I would be gone during yeah. the day. I would be here. They would be gone. Now with the work from home thing, Mondays and Fridays, both my roommates are always here. Um, and then one of my roommates recently actually left his job. So he's here more often as well. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. But it's nice. I... I don't know, man. I, I will probably live alone after this, but I will say living in an apartment like this, I would, like, I'm begrudgingly living alone. Because, like, roommate, there's a faux pas to having roommates, mm-hmm. but, like, I, this, I have my own space because yeah. it's a big enough apartment, Dude. but then I go downstairs and I hang out with, like, my childhood friends, you know, so it's, yeah. like, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, whereas living alone, I did that before, and... It's good, but there are those days where you're like, man, I have no one in my life. <laughs> like I, no I lived alone throughout college. I lived alone. Yeah. Well, my freshman oh, year. Oh, that's a crazy me. place to live alone. Well, I had to. I was a head case. Okay. I needed to live alone. I, I just couldn't do it. I was I was so down bad mentally. Yeah. And and then like, it would be so funny. My friends would be out partying on Friday nights and I would just be in my uh, college apartment with my yellow legal pads, yeah, listening yeah. to Dean Martin, nice. writing jokes. I had the old Johnny Carson episodes on TV. Like so that's, you start that's what I would do up in, in college. college. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's great. Doing college open mics. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's one of the things I kind of wish I had gotten to experience. There's so many people that like start in college. I'm like, man, it would have been cool to do stand. When did you college. start? I started a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I did it a couple times, like in my early 20s. Yeah. And then I took a little, and then just I was working a lot. Yeah. So I just took time off, and I kept trying to do it, but I just never could stick with it. And then once I got uh, you know, worked long enough where I could just like not work. Yeah. Uh, I started doing comedy like more full, Man. like all the time. Yeah. I would love to get to that point where I'm just like, oh yeah, I've worked this, so I'm good. So now I can just like 
folk song stand up for, yeah, for yeah. this amount of time. Definitely, definitely. No, so who fun. were some of like your comedic inspirations? I know you're a Seinfeld guy, right? Yeah, I love Seinfeld, except I kind of was got on Seinfeld late in life. Really? I was a big uh, Curb enthusiast and Larry David yeah. first. Did you watch this most recent season of Curb? Yeah, it was great, I thought. I was a little bit disappointed in the ending. I don't even remember. He that, like man. falls into the pool because they don't have a fence and like he he doesn't end up firing Maria Sophia and he yeah. can't and like they don't get the the fence bill passed. He's hooking up with that old woman. Yeah. I think there was still still some like loose ends. Yeah, there was some loose ends. I also didn't love the first like one or two episodes. I just felt like the middle was like the middle was very I funny. I remember thinking it wouldn't be good and then I it, I was like impressed. Yeah. Good yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I did uh, go back and watch a couple of old episodes. Uh, the Swan yeah. Killing, just oh, like all great. time. It's <laughs> not even that old. It's not even yeah, that old. Yeah, yeah. But like, how old some of yeah. the ones are. Yeah. So, yeah, love Curb. Um, love Larry David. Love Seinfeld. Uh, who else were you into? Well, so stand-up is like a more late-in-life thing I got into. Mm-hmm. But I got into comedy really early because my dad would play like Marx Brothers movies for me. Yeah. And so I got into that. I got into like Mel Brooks movies and like Woody Allen movies, like super young. Yeah. Like before I would probably understand half the jokes being told. Yeah. Uh, and then I got into stand up when I was like in middle school because I saw the Chappelle show. Wow. And once I saw Chappelle show, I started watching Dave Chappelle stand up. <laughs> then I started watching like all the like Def Jam comedy. Stuff, oh yeah. Which is such an opposite. Like my first exposure to comedy is so different than my first exposure <laughs> to stand up. These old Jewish dudes and black comics. Yeah, exactly. That's great, man. Uh, well, I was the same way. Like yeah. my, like, you know, obviously I love Seinfeld out the gate, but like the first comics I remember like rolling and laughing is all black comics. Like Patrice O'Neill, Chappelle, Cat yeah, yeah. Williams, like all these guys were Cat just- Cat Williams was like massive when I was just, like, younger. Killing yeah. He was just <laughs> yeah. like doing arenas, just like, just yeah. Tracy Morgan, like all these guys. That's I, all I watched. Yeah. And my friends also were just all big stand-up fans. It's like, uh, I grew up in Riverdale, which is like a neighborhood in the Bronx, but very Irish. And they're just like very funny people. And they yeah. all love stand-up. Like, yeah, no one's funny where I'm from. No, no, West Virginia. No, they just work hard. It's respectable. I can see see it's respectable. Like the thing is, so I have a gig there uh, in April. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Open up for Mr. John Reap, Mr. Lingnan Mitra. It'd be great. It'd be a fun time. Um, They're very talented comics, but like, I've never done it in my hometown. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I'm gonna get a boost because like, like these are my friend. Like, oh, it's Frank. I think so. I think though. I think there'll be an initial pop, but I have to do decent amount of time i think the only honestly i almost think those like places like somewhere where you're saying people aren't funny Mm -hmm. uh you're more likely to get the boost from having friends i think actually it's more nerve-wracking being in like riverdale where i'm from being like maybe parts of boston where everybody's Everybody's funny funny. yeah and they're like also sort of ball busters yeah so they'd almost rather you do poorly to just kind of like fuck with you okay you know so that makes like, sense i think that's almost worse than like going oh. to like some nice town where like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know about nice <laughs> but I, I mean like you know people we go to nice. we, people go to outback's steakhouse for their anniversary dinner i don't yeah, know if we're talking <laughs> the outback's on there. not bad <laughs> what are you talking Blooming about onion. dude I would go crazy for Bloomin' Onion, bro. Love a Bloomin' Onion. It's the best. It's all about, the older I get, the more I realize, I don't care about the entree. No, I don't think. It's all about the sides. We're also in the era, like, and so when you go out on a date, do you go drinks or dinner? Drinks first. Drinks first. Drinks first. It's an elixir. It's an elixir. We have to get loose. We have to get to know each other. What happens if a girl asks you, says, should we grab dinner? What if she's the one that suggests dinner? How do you feel about that? Light dinner. Absolutely. Absolutely a light dinner. Well, we're not putting a porterhouse in you oh, on course. date one. Of course. All right. Uh, all right. So, I'm not taking you to Carbone. And also, I can't afford Carbone. I just like to say Carbone to make it think that Have I. Have you ever been? No. Me I walked either. by it once. I took a picture. I took a picture. I took a picture of Carbone. And I said to my buddy, I said to my buddy, and there's like a Drake lyric. And he's like, last table Carbone. Colin yeah. plays on the rotary phone. I sent him that. And I was like, he goes, man, Frank, you're doing it big. And you. <laughs> I was like, I just walked by. Because it's right there, like McDougal Bleecker, right? It's like right around yeah, there. Yeah, right yeah. Right there. Um, For how well known it is, it's pretty small looking. Yeah, I, I also, so like, because it's Italian, right? Sure. I guess, I don't know. Uh, my dad's from this part of the Bronx. It's like called Little Italy. It's like the real Little Italy. The real Little Italy. It's not like the Manhattan Little Italy. Yeah, it's Fugazi. The real Little Italy. Yeah. Uh, so I just, my exposure to t- Italian food is, they're just, I can't go to Carbone knowing there's just so many places that are probably better for like literally a third of the price. So that's, that's, it's why I become like an Italian uh, snob. Is it snobby though? Cause I've, maybe it is a snob, but it's like, you know, what's funny. Yeah. It's like, I know some snobby Italian people, 
uh, like people who are like, oh, they're saying that wrong. You know, saying, well, I'm not. I'm not. I know. That. I, I know. I'm the opposite. I know. I but know. like, they're saying that wrong. But like, when it comes to food or something like that, I think there is some truth to it. Be like, they they make this better than they make this better. What do you sure, think sure. about the? A lot of people, Anthony Bourdain hated the food up here in our neighborhood. Um, not Bruce. Yes. Okay. He hated it. What do you think of the food up here? Uh, since Anthony Bourdain has passed, uh, I think the Upper Side has actually gotten a lot of good spots. Okay. But I think most of the good restaurants here are like, new, like newer, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of chains too. In terms of like old school establishments that are like knockout restaurants, there's a handful. There's not yeah. nothing, but there's pro- like I used to live in Williamsburg. There was better food before that. Astoria, there was better food. You've so lived all not, over the place. It's not. I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like. Uh, a food haven but there's definitely a lot of options <laughs> right sure. it's it's more than enough i'm just a sucker for italian spots that's all i want well, if you want italian good food. italian food you got to go bronx or brooklyn i think that's really the, usually gonna you're gonna find the best spots there because manhattan's gonna be like good italian but overpriced mm-hmm. bronx and brooklyn you're gonna get like like where my dad grew up there's like limos and people coming in from manhattan to go there so you just know that place Wow. It's so much better than like and it's probably old school they probably have that weird vetting door to make sure like you're allowed to get into like old school like mob stuff well there's still the mob there yeah that's if true. it's anywhere there actually i don't even know if i want to say this <laughs> off the record off the record <laughs> off the record i went to a i'm not i just won't say the restaurant because i don't want to get in trouble. don't say the restaurant yeah I just went... like i didn't say the hedge fund that <laughs> yeah, threatened yeah. to kill me yeah exactly so i went to an uh, old school italian restaurant yeah um that i go to every year during the holidays now you're starting to pigeonhole yourself <laughs> you start looking for you i know no, they don't know why but i i go every year for the holidays with a group of friends uh and we go for the holidays because they like deck it out oh, it's like sweet. super like gaudy yeah like, over the top yeah but we love it and the food's good um it's in brooklyn and the last time we went there was all these dudes in suits like i'm not yes. even kidding like a hundred yes yes a hundred plus that's what i need and so we we're start eating they're like they gave us the last table that they had, they said. Yeah, sure. And while we're eating, while we're finishing up, they start setting up tables in a circle. Like a huge gonna circle. Be, they're going to have a sit-down. Like a sit-down circle. And then they start putting these placemats. They say the Jiglio boys on them. And then this guy in a <laughs> tuxedo shows up, starts fr- singing Frank Sinatra as all these guys start getting sat. All male. They're doing the two-cheek kiss. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I just want to be a part of that life. I just want to be a part of it. <laughs> it was so cool. But they'll never accept kind of, me. I'm also not kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. But just show them respect. From far away, you watch these TV shows and these oh. movies, and you're like, "Oh, it'd be so cool." But then when you're actually around it, it you're. You, I was on my. I was looking over my shoulder. I was on my toes. I was like, "Don't make eye contact with anybody." It's a little nerve wracking. Show, just show respect. That's all yeah. it is. Just like show respect. You know what I mean? Look them in the eye if they come up to you. How you doing? Nice. Da, 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 you know. And I'll show you the website for this group after. Please. There's a really funny thing. I just they, again, wait I don't the say. wet the group. Oh, or gosh, the restaurant. Gosh. Yeah, pull it up. Pull that pull that up. Don't <laughs> I don't want to get whacked. You're not gonna get whacked. I, I was I mean, <laughs> there for a while I was worried I was dating a mob boss daughter. I genuinely that's I, my dream. I, think, I really yeah. thought I was because I was dating this girl, super Thai, and and, and the, she said like her parents like worked in like real estate or something like that. I and then like is... I, I I she like whoa. This is so they have a festival every year. This they, they hold up this thing. That's where they get the name from. A look at the. This is the description of their group. Uh, where is it? Please tell me it's like gentlemen's club, but not like I want to start a gentlemen's okay, club. Okay, it says or uh, boys only these breakfast. These Paranza meetings reinforce the statuses of important members of the feast hierarchy. The emphasis is on camaraderie, friendship, and cooperation between various cliques working toward a successful feast. Subcommittees are created and new appointments, and these are the appointments. Capos, apprentice capos, lieutenants, committee chairman. I mean, that's the mob. Hiding in plain sight. That's the mob. <laughs> if they say capo, you can't say capos. <laughs> I know, that's their website. I mean, is it there or is it there? I mean, yes it's or in, yes. It's insane. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, that's... I just want to be part of them. I know. I, <laughs> I, dude, the one of the most fun nights of my life. Arguably, and I didn't even perform. This is arguably my f- most fun night of comedy ever. And this is what I want my life and career to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so me and two pals, Jerry Seinfeld's performing at this theater in Wheeling, West Virginia. All right. Wheeling. Uh, there's a few cities in West Virginia have a lot of Italians. Uh, uh, Wheeling, uh, like Fairmont, Clarksburg, 
these these things, uh, a lot of Italians there. Okay, and we only we went to this old school Italian restaurant on a corner. They have that vetting door. You walk in, and then there's a second door, and they like buzz you in. It's like okay, this guy's good. He can come in. Yeah. You get in there. You know, classic. <clears throat> The walls are probably like tainted yellow from all the years where they were smoking cigarettes yeah, in yeah. there, but it's good. It looks good. You know, it's fake nice. It's like an old Italian woman. It looks beat up, but it's like got a lot of makeup on. It looks good. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, they're, the portions are huge. They're playing old school music. Good stuff. Yeah. These people come in, turtleneck chains, soup. Nah, so it. we all get, we eat this great food. We go to the theater. We see Seinfeld do his thing. And it's just like, I just want that. Give me yeah, old school yeah, yeah. Italian music. Give me suits. Give me comedy. Do you think there's the, there's the mob in West Virginia? Yeah, definitely. I th- I think I've noticed this that recently the mob is more likely to be in places like West Virginia because they can you know, they, they get a have, stronghold. Well, yeah, and they didn't have people like Rudy Giuliani, great American, <laughs> who uh, who like forced you know because Rudy that was his yeah thing, uh, Rico like, getting rid of the mob. Rico yeah, act, Rico act. So like that's uh, I think it's actually harder. It's rarer to find in New York these days, even though this used to be like the spot where you'd see all of them. I gotta keep. Yeah. I gotta like watch what I'm saying because like they are my friends, but like, <laughs> like the guy who was like the mayor in our home uh, city, he super Italian name, like mm-hmm. ran a construction company, and he was the mayor, and he had an old Italian restaurant. There's a back room in the Italian restaurant. There you go. Like it's it's right there. Yeah. I mean it's right there. That's great. But you know what? I was always nice to him. I'm friends with his his, his grandkids. Show respect. There you go. You know what I mean? And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. We got we we talked about job stuff here. We talked about comedy stuff here. We talked about dating stuff here. I I don't know. I guess we could talk a little bit more about uh, comedy because I don't think uh, we we really touched on it enough. So you started a couple years ago. Yeah. And you you what are you doing now? Like what is like a five year goal for you? Is there something in particular that's like, hey, I would like to get to this spot or like, you know what? I'm surprised with how it's almost impressive how uh, goal oriented comedians are. Yeah, because you're like the hundredth person to ask me that question, and you think by now I'd have a better answer. Oh. But I don't really like. I don't. I don't really. I'm trying to like not get too future focused on oh, okay. uh, comedy, just because it's hard to plan anything. You yeah. kind of have no control over where your career is going to go. Absolutely. So, just to do better shows more shows like i don't know how else to describe well i think i think that's a good point you're talking about being present and now we can go into the philosophy portion of the show (laughs) yeah yeah. because you're talking about being present and and i think the thing that i you know have anxiety general anxiety and general worry and fear about is just like i just think about thoughts and then you that negativity just breeds negativity yeah and i just lie awake at night and i just can't (laughs) get to sleep of course and and it doesn't even necessarily have to be about comedy it could be anything about life you know what i mean but uh I, I just, I agree. It could be anything, but I think comedy specifically suffers from not being present. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's almost the most detrimental. Like business, you don't necessarily need to be that present to be good at business. Yeah. Actually, it might be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to be future focused. It's good to like think about the future. Goal, goal and, yeah. that, and comedy, I guess it's good too, but it's also when you're on stage and you're performing, you want to be like as present right. as possible. So yeah. Just training myself to do that. Uh, but yeah, just build like an hour of material. Maybe in five years, put out like an, an album. hour. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that, that would be the that would be because that's the only thing you really could somewhat control. I over. know you already yeah. have names picked out for what you're calling your album. I think you know what I have more of. What? Not names, but songs. Songs. <laughs> yeah, I got a list. Of, I'll flag songs sometimes. Like that's a good song <laughs> for an album. Like oh, the intro music oh, and the like, outro music. And you're not even, so you're not even. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have the names. I just have the song. Be like, <laughs> I got like 20 songs that I would. Just like song titles. Songs. No, no, I'm saying like oh, the music. The like, music I'll be that's listening playing. to Spotify. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. This would be the sickest like intro, intro to an album. Like, or, or, or like. the outro. Or like, like say both. like, because some places like, I don't know if you've gotten to do this, but like some places like, well, do you want music when you walk up? And I've oh, never got yeah. I've never gotten this yet. Yeah. But like I I almost want to do a show where I do that and I'm the one that gets to DJ. Because I actually think I have I'm, a pretty good palette for uh the intro music for comedy. Yeah. Specifically. Dude, It'd be very I, the, amount comedy song, jam. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of songs I have in my iPhone notes where it's just like I write that and then I write like what movie scene that would go along to. Yeah. yeah I do that, that all the time. And a lot of the time it's Christmas. And I want to make a sad Christmas movie. 
Sanchez would be good. Like, it's I want not the first of its kind. No, but when was our last classic? Yeah, when was our last like great American Christmas movie? You know what I mean? Elf. Probably. Yeah, two thousand and two thousand and two, two thousand three. Like, yeah, I, I need, old, I need, I need to make the great American Christmas. And the reason I want to do that is because I, it's what I want my life to be. You know what? Because my family didn't really get together on holidays. Like, uh, I want to make a movie about family getting together for holidays. What about this? Okay. Well, maybe. Uh, one of my goals. Okay. Rom com. Mafia film. Mafia. Mafia. Family Christmas. Christmas. Family Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family. Yeah. It's a family Christmas. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I like that. I like that. Or just to have a small role. Yeah, I'm not writing or making the movie. Just have a small role. I would put myself in my movies, but I would never be the star. You know, like Todd Phillips. You know how like Todd Phillips. Uh, he made old school. He made all the Hangover movies. Oh, oh, sure. He made the so he's always in like he'll be like this weird side character, have two lines, and that's it. A lot of people do like Martin Scorsese's, but especially in his older movies, he'll have a line or two. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, after I need to watch Raging Bull. Oh, so Raging Bull is one of the bump. I don't. You don't even see his face, but he. uh, There's one scene where. Uh, Robert De Niro's yelling out a window because Martin Scorsese is telling them to shut up yeah. to keep it down. Uh-huh. And then he calls them animals and Robert De Niro's like, your mother's an animal. I need to see Raging Bull. I got to get, yeah, I, I mean, great. I've seen like Goodfellas and all these guys, all these classic movies. I haven't okay. seen Donnie, Bra- uh, Donnie. I actually Bras- haven't seen that one either. I, I saw they've been promoting it on Netflix. Know, it's, it's been on, on my the- page. I need to see it. It's on the doc. It's on the dock. Yeah. But but going back to, to music, um, so this I normally ask baseball people this because I used to work in baseball, but now I'll ask you, a comedian, this. So what's your walkout song right now? Oh, walkout? What do you mean? Like, oh, when if you're now coming to, to the bat? stage. No, or, or baseball or like if you're a comic, you'd say now come to the stage or ending or ending. It's like, all right, have oh, a good show. Good night. Da, da, da. When I was you know doing- it's a pretty good. I got two good ones. Okay, you got two. I'll let you double dip. I don't know which one I would I'll choose. let you double dip. Now you're suffering because from I'd decision like, fatigue. Because I'd like the New York version of one song. You know that song on uh, on my block by Scarface? What did you listen to? <laughs> Do you know the, the No, song? I don't know that. You know that? All right. Pull play, it up. Play it for the listener. Yeah, play it. On my... is, tell me this is not the best walkout beat, though. But there's a, a you know, a Cam. Kill a Cam? Kill a Cam, sure. Uh, he's, he's got like a freestyle over it i'd rather that version if it made it that far but just the beginning this is a good walkout song it is hopefully they're picking that up yeah that, that would be all good. right okay <laughs> i i like so that that's what you're picking yeah, as as so. far as your comedy and bass what's what's the both, yeah, be both. For both yeah so that's you said you had two was it just that one but two times or what the other one's kind of similar i don't know if i could pull it up though because last time i checked you it wasn't on spotify maybe I, it's a Lil wayne song all fireman no it's similar to that though dude I, I, me and my buddy were laughing at this yeah. Lil Wayne's uh, right above it. We were laughing at right above it. You know, right above it? he's like, I've been asleep so long. I fell asleep on the plane or something <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, nah, man. He's, he's, he's the best. Dying laughing at early 2000s Wayne. Early 2000s rap is some of the best music ever. When you hear that, <laughs> that lighter <laughs> flick, you know. I know. You know. I, uh, going back to, to my music taste and the guy I'm yeah. seeing tonight, I oh, got I got to go with John Mayer's song. Okay. Next. I got to go. Which one? Uh, New Light. I don't even know. If it I know. came out in like 2019. Um, it's it's really like it's it's like a dance song. Nice. Like like every time he performs at a concert, he's like he's like, all right, this is the dance song, like yeah, dance yeah. portion of the show or whatever. Uh, okay, nice. So it's like it's not really like you don't. It's not like well, like yeah, like yeah. it's more like poppy, beady sort of 80s okay. vibe. You have to check it out sometime, but it's good. What's I really it called again? new light, new light, new oh, light, and I really like the uh, like it, it's just like great opening thing i'd be like all right have a good night yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. play you know like poppy that's that's what i'd pick that's but that's an out song it could that's be an intro a, oh, it could be an intro okay, maybe okay. both okay, maybe okay. both who's to say i think you got to change the songs though you got <sighs> two different songs but it's been so whenever i get booked rare no i'm just kidding uh whenever i get booked and like you know my name's on a, on a flyer that you know that has a billion names and pictures like people are actually gonna go and and, and stuff like that uh and I post on my Instagram story. I always put new light on the, uh, ah, I add the song. So it's like now I'm like subliminal messaging to people. 
yeah, associating yeah. that song with oh yeah every time frank is on something he's on that and then maybe eventually i'm so on the when show, they hear that song, song they're, they're like, gonna think oh, comedy is yeah there. okay That's maybe it's smart I might, maybe maybe I'm getting too psychological here. No, we're talking philosophy. I, we got we got to talk philo- we got to talk philosophy because I'm All curious. Right. We got like ten minutes left. We got to talk philosophy. All right, later on, later. All right. So as far as philosophy and things that help me, I used to be a very negative person. Okay. And I don't know. It seems like we we've, we've had some similar walks of life where it's like we we struggled maybe academically, and maybe we're just trying to find ourselves because knowing who you are is hard. Sure. It's easier to figure out who you're not first, and then know who you are. Good way to go about it. And and so you have to go through that whole process. And then, and then uh, I got a little older, got a little wiser, and got a little more uh, uh, thinking I was wiser, got a little arrogant, and then, you know, and then just becoming negative. And I think it's because I was watching too much Larry David. And I thought, <laughs> and I, thought, I, I, thought I associated being negative with being funny. And that's yeah, all yeah. I want to do is to be funny. Right, but right. I didn't know how to make being negative being funny. So instead, I was just negative all the time. That makes sense. And so the book that really helped me and the philosophy that really helped me is by a guy named Jay Shetty. The book is called Think Like a Monk. Okay. And that book, and, and I don't read it like a novel. I read it, you know, I go back into individual chapters and whatever is bothering me. I'll yep. read that portion. And so that's what's really helped me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know what in, in particular philosophy has helped you. I guess all of it. I, I've Just read, all of it. <laughs> I've read a decently diverse amount of mm-hmm. philosophy because I got into it relatively young. Mm-hmm. Basically, I uh, had like a little rough period. It was post leaving maryland okay um and then one of my best friends um got basically like arrested wow uh for the for uh selling firearms hell yeah uh <laughs> so then me and him lived together for like six months before he went to prison wow uh, and then he was in prison for like three years so while he was in prison you know we'd call each other occasionally yeah and so i got two copies of this book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Heard of this. Yeah, which is not, it's somewhat philosophy. It's sort of an autobiography, but um, but I've I read, so I sent one to him, and then I read one so that he could read one. We got to read it together. Nice, little book club. <laughs> little book club. Uh, and I think he liked it, but I actually think I got way more out of it yeah. than he did. So uh, once I read that, though, I just got on this, like, I read all of that guy's books, mm-hmm. and then I started reading, like, different philosophy based on those suggestions and wow. went from there yeah so and all of your readings or anything what are the main things that you've adopted uh and and how well, have you applied them that's what i'm currently reading right now is uh a lot of like i'll like stoicism stuff i think the biggest thing there is just literally stoic getting as only focusing on the things you can control nice. that's like i not and no one's perfect at it but I'm, i think i'm much better at catching myself obsessing about things outside of my control now mm-hmm. than I used to be. Yeah. So it's hard. I, I, if I'm upset, I won't stay upset very long. It's uh-huh. pretty short lived. Mm-hmm. I'm happy you didn't say nihilism. I'm happy we don't yeah, have to yeah, talk no, about that. No, no. I, I think, <laughs> I think I suffered from a little bit of that when I was in college. I was like, Oh, yeah. what's the point? You know, there's really no meaning. What's the you know, right, right. I think there was a little bit of that. And now like, now I'm so overly positive. Um, like mm-hmm. if it rains, I'm thankful for it. It's right. like, oh, this is great. This means da 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 da. Sure. And it was funny coming into New York and coming into the comedy scene. You know, not that you get to like fake the type of person you are, but you can work to being the type of person you want to become. So maybe moving to New York, yeah, maybe I was a little bit more like upbeat and more positive than I had been in, in my past years in West Virginia and everything. But I'm working. Because that's the person I want to be. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. And I don't want to get too bogged down in the philosophy. But there is no working towards anything. Okay. That's one of the realizations I think I've had recently. Okay. Is like, there is no working towards anything. Whatever. In every moment. There is only the present moment. Only the present. So there is not working towards anything. It's It just is what it, it is. It, what it is, is what it is. Huh. Uh, so you're just like working towards whatever person you want to be you're capable of being that person in all moments it's yeah. just that you're going to fall off and sometimes be bogged down by the past or obsessed with the future so yeah. it's like whenever you could catch yourself and just but the past or future have no bearing on whether you're that person in that mm-hmm. moment you could mm-hmm. just become that person at any moment so it's like trying to accept you're not just like get i always have that idea too it's like i'm working towards this yeah i've accomplished this i'll be this but you'll just never get there then you just have to accept that you could be the person you want to be at, at right now wow well, I mean, I think I've made like a, a good first in, in, impression on a lot of people in the city as far as like being like a positive person. Being sure. I made a bad first impression the other night. It's going to happen. I called somebody by the wrong name and they did not take it very well. And I apologized and they said, they said, stop apologizing for it. You know what I noticed? What? Also, a big lesson that I think I've learned recently. What? 
just plenty of people. Just you're not gonna be for everybody. But I mean, I'm a nice guy, and it would bother me if it would like, like if I like Jen because they seemed upset, and it bothered me that I generally, if I generally hurt their feelings for assuming they were somebody else. Yeah, but it's more of a reflection of them than yourself. It just means like people are who they are. So they're just if you're gonna get offended by something like that, then you're someone who's getting offended by something like mm-hmm. that. You have no control over their perception of you. Yeah, that and that's a big. I mean. Uh, but we've talked, I mean, well, me and Mike have talked about it. Have to do less podcasts to talk yeah. about it. I mean, and you know about it. Perception is reality to an extent. Uh, sure, but your own perception. Like, you can't, the big thing is, like, only con- focusing on the things you could control. Any other, the perceptions of others are an external. There's mm-hmm. no way you could possibly control it. You could influence it in some ways, I guess, by being a good person. But, like, you know, what's, there's, like, a, I think it was well, well, what one of these books I read. It has a good. It's like a fig tree is going to grow figs. It's like if that person's going to be bothered by you getting their name wrong, then that the person's going to be bothered. Like it's okay. It's there's really not much you could do other than being kind. If you, if that's what you did, yeah. then that's you did all you could. I, I messed up and I went up to apologize apologize to them twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one apology I think after that you're you're you've done all that. All right, is required. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. And and the, all, all the other comics that were there were like. There you go. That person gets confused with that person all the time. I don't know why they were mad at that time. You just never know. Yeah. And I was like, I've just moved here six months ago. I thought maybe I had seen this person before. Genuinely. I had no idea. And that's on me. And I, and I wore it. I wore, I wore the fastball to the hip. You can beam me. I'll wear it. I messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to end it with a, with a sports analogy there, but uh, tell the people where they can find you. What do you, if you got anything coming up, let the people know. Sure. Uh, You can find me Jake V comedy on Instagram. Uh, in terms of the coming up, I'm going to hit the road, do some stuff. I don't know if you have people in uh, Texas or Buffalo, but my family lives in Texas. Okay. I'll be in Austin, uh, Wednesday through Friday and then Buffalo, uh, March 3rd and 4th, I think. That's so cool, man. And that's it. That's, that's so all I got cool. coming up. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, oh, a pleasure, pleasure doing this with you, man. Yeah, I love man. talking to you. You're a great comic, great guy. And, uh, wish the best for you. That'll do it from us today. I'm Franklin Miller. Uh, follow the podcast, Franco's world underscore Instagram and Twitter, and it's available anywhere your podcast are. So, uh, hope you check it out. I'll see you when I see you have a great day. Thank you.